Hello everyone and welcome back to a fun age. I'm Faiza, uh your favorite pseudo ASMR host. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of weird DMs lately. One of them being that um my voice helps them fall asleep, the person who DM'd me. And that's fair because I am whispering a lot of the time. But also, that is kind of also how I talk. Um, My friends have made fun of me today, actually, for sounding like a valley girl. And I don't think I do. However, um, I think pop culture and my rabid consuming of it has probably accidentally given me a valley girl voice. But I am talking really slow, and yeah. I've also been really tired lately, sleep-deprived, so that probably contributes to it. Um, So the thing is, I will hear my alarm, and I have like a legit alarm clock um, whose purpose is literally only to wake me up and I listen to it, I turn it off, and I go back to sleep, and I think that's wonderful. Actually, I'm really, like, talking really slow today, because I am trying to minimize the amount of air that gets blown into my mic, and I think when I talk really quickly and laugh, there is way too much air being blown in so this is kind of like asmr i think or it's just me talking really slowly and boredly all right so i did a rebranding of the pod and i don't even know why i'm gaining traction as a podcast so thank you for the support um make sure to leave a review or like rate it especially an apple podcast because like nobody who has any sense of self-esteem uses spotify so make sure to like leave a five-star review on apple podcasts so i can see it and then read it out loud in the next installment so it's so my podcast is now called suburban lore and you might be questioning it if you're a regular listener. Why is it called Suburban Lore? Why did you change it? I like the old one. It was a very minimalist and very girl bossy. So, to that, I say it's because I was having this conversation with my friends about all the weird stories we've accumulated about people and ourselves and the life that we've had in this stupid um southern suburban town and i just thought about how weird it is how we all have these stories and this is my story and the story of the world is i see it through my lens and um elaborate on that lens and that's what the podcast is so that's why I'm calling it suburban lore because I live in the suburbs and this is my lore. <laughs> so, yeah. 
yeah so that's the rebrand and also instead of just like kind of having a weird topic i'm also going to be talking about like current events because i think i have some weird takes on it um maybe it will be interesting so it's kind of like a weekly roundup in an asmr voice (laughs) okay so i guess the big story of the week is that um princess megan with an h markle uh of sus of suspect hold on of Sussex did an interview with American Princess Oprah. Um, so the interview was like obviously about how she was like kind of racially profiled by the royals who are literal vampires, so nobody is surprised that they're really racist. Um, I mean, have you seen Prince Charles? Like, they want to make him king? He's literally, like, the Joe Biden of Britain or England or whatever the hell. Like, you want to make that guy the king? He's literally going to die. I called it first. (laughs) So, um, she talks about how, like... Uh, somebody in the family made a comment of wondering what her son's skin tone is going to be, which is weird. But then also, like, it wouldn't be weird if my mom said it to me. I'm not going to lie, because, like, my mom, as an Asian immigrant, is extremely racist. Um, that's just how they are, and I have come to terms with it. They're really racist for people who are already marginalized, so... It's very interesting. It's an interesting dynamic. However, my mom does really love Meghan Markle. Uh, She kind of sees Meghan Markle as the new age Princess Diana. Uh, Which reminds me, like, I forgot Kate Middleton existed. She's just so boring. I have to hand it to Meghan. Like, she really did... She, like, brought back some of the, like, juicy controversy back into the royal family not because she's um black but because she is really um she's really driven and she has like a personality and she's made that clear and she's not afraid clearly to like um use oprah as her shrink which is honestly really respectable and i yeah and this interview gave us something to be distracted about from uh the inability of the democratic party to give us our stimulus checks i'm personally really offended that i do not get a stimulus check um or my parents don't because i'm a minor or whatever i'm very offended because i was about to buy a peloton with the 1400 and the other 600 would come from my trust fund. So, um, that was really annoying. So, yeah, Megan really gave us something to be entertained with. And I really appreciate that. I thought she looked really hot. Um, very glowing because of, of her, like, pregnancy. But also, like, because she's rich. So, 
I mean, she'll be fine. She's, like, super rich. She's, like, I don't know. I think I read somewhere that, like, her and Harry have, like, a combined net worth of 13 million. And they're also, like, trying to start, like, some sort of social media, media empire. I think they have a podcast. So, they'll be fine. But, um, yeah... She looks really good. I loved her hair. Very provincial. <laughs> provincial. Loved it. Very traditional. Harry was like Clifford the Big Red Dog to her Emily Elizabeth. And, you know, they make a great pair, I guess. So, yeah, I don't really have anything to say. Like, I, I, I do believe that, like, what's her name? the queen or the royal family was like racist to her because obviously like they're tories or whatever the hell like i don't know what the british equivalent of like redneck is so they were definitely racist but like i mean come on of course they are (laughs) anyway i can't wait till there's like a revival of like the crown and then they make it about megan like that'll be something to look out for i think i'll be like 50 then oh my god that like reminds me i've been like thinking about aging i'm like okay with aging because i think that you just get like wiser and better as you age maybe i don't know i think that depends on your like (laughs) like how much money you've saved up to some extent but i don't know um i think that like indian people have like a real fear of aging like my mom does she's always like she has like three gray hairs right because she's like she's indian and she she's she has like perfect lustrous shiny black hair even when she's like pushing 50 right and she gets like three stray white hairs and freaks out like she's doing pretty good for someone her age and like she has like a real fear of aging for a religious person especially like just pray or something like you'll be fine but here she is like freaking out about three stray gray hair and constantly asking me how old she looks she looks like 30 and she's like pushing 50 so come on i mean i hope to age as gracefully as her honestly which is like i don't think it really matters how stressed you are um because my mom's like constantly stressed even though she's like a housewife who watches tv all day um and she looks really young. I think it makes a difference on, like, whether or not you work um, as a woman on how well you age. I think that, like, just working really gets rid of your youth and your beauty and grace um, and your free will. So, yeah, she's never worked a day in her life, obviously. Um, so maybe that's why she's age well. No, like, extreme physical exertion. It's all, like, you know. Yeah, she's doing fine. Anyway, 
I I don't know. I'm not like really like scared of aging, um, as much as I am like getting old in the sense of like mentally. You know, I'm scared of like losing my mental ability, and I'm doing everything that I possibly can to preserve it, which would mean like exercising and eating properly and like i don't even know like how are you supposed to like prevent it those are like the only two things that like people talk about but obviously like being as stress-free as i possibly can um and being a balanced i think i think it's easy for me now in the security of my parents suburban home and i'll probably get worse as i get older and progressively more independent but if i can be stress-free right now in this moment in time then i will take it because i feel like i will regret it when i get older if i don't do that all right so what else oh my god my side profile is really annoying because i have a really good jawline but i don't have good cheekbones and then like i just think it looks really different god i'm like i don't even know if i have dysmorphia or like i actually look like this which is like depressing for me to think about anyway okay so what else is there oh yeah like the bill got passed in the house which is one of the um senate houses congressional houses whatever so it got passed um i think it's like 1.9 trillion dollars so congratulations uh it's pretty good i think besides the fact that um minimum which is still 750 or something but like i guess we just can't have everything obviously um gotta keep the working poor the working poor (sighs) very annoying very annoying to see it all play out anyways in unrelated news crimes got signed to columbia records um i don't really have anything to say except that It is really interesting to see your trajectory, not only as a person, as an artist, but also as a person. She went from being this, like, completely underground, radical, um, radical hippie leftist to, like, you know, the Queen of Mars or whatever. It's very interesting. <sighs> so tired. Anyway, yeah, it's super interesting to see your trajectory. Uh, alright, so what else is happening? Uh, kind of old news, but Syria got bombed. That's really sad. Yeah. <laughs> I need to have a, like, co-host so I can, like, bounce stuff off of someone. Very awkward to be, like, sitting in my room alone. You know what I realized? Like, most people who, like, make it in the podcasting world 
have connections and have like a really solid like scene that they're a part of or a solid social network and previous fan bases from doing something like Joe Rogan was like a comedian um know what I mean like they all have something behind them or they're behind a brand like NPR or Gimlet or Wondery and yeah so until or unless I make that kind of uh, like network this podcast is going to be listened to my current audience god i'm so sleepy i've like been uh, like mentally drained and like just strained honestly i i don't even know how to describe it like it's like this total apathy i mean i see why people like get really religious you know like having something to fall back on and something that gives you hope is really nice knowing that (sighs) this life's only temporary um very cute yeah religion's cool i guess um if it didn't cause people to you said it for a while very cool um what else oh my like long awaited um long awaited SAT is coming up in two days on Saturday March 13th I really don't give a shit (laughs) um god I'm just like so done with it I feel like trying to sleep. <sighs> I just like fall asleep as soon as I do. And I just want to sleep. Like I'm exhausted. And it doesn't get any better from here, you know? Anyway, I'm gonna like call my friends. And like, I think that looks like the only thing that like improves my mental health besides like the other things I do to keep myself sane but yeah um any other like outstanding news um I'm just gonna like check the Apple news app to see what's going on even though I'm more into like cultural commentary than like what are the whole oh uh. oh Harvard psychologist you know what I'm so sick of the New York Times and the Atlantic and oh another one uh and 
the Washington Post, they are all terrible in terms of, like, reporting. I keep getting... Oh, yeah, also, I was reading this article earlier about, like, the coronavirus bill. I think it was by the Wall Street Journal, or no, the, the Washington Post, and it was, like, so Biden, it was, like, Biden, uh, laudatory, and it was, like, here's what our, it was, like, here's what happens, and now that the, um, bill is passed, and it was, like, uh, there was, like, this whole blurb of, like, thanks to the Senate Democrats, we are able to get this enormous bill out, and we, and it is thanks to these amazing senators and, um, Biden and Harris that we are able to give a grand total of $1,400 to, um, literally, like, starving people. Oh my god. 1400 is not good. It was supposed to be 2000 first of all. Secondly, um... No minimum wage, so it's really, it's something. It's something that's not a lot. Uh, it was just like this, like really, laudatory, like freaking opinion piece, and I, and I was just like, wow, dude, like you're not, you're not doing journalism. You're literally doing like, it's kind of like the what Fox did for Trump. But, like, they're still hiding behind the cover of, like, bipartisanism, whatever. Anyway. Uh, there's another uh, hit piece by the Atlantic's Shadi Hamid called America Without God. Uh, I guess I'll read it and I'll probably talk about it later. Because, um, the Atlantic loves writing these, um, convoluted essays about things that, like, nobody really gives a shit about. Like, there's no reason to eat three meals a day. Okay, nobody's telling anyone how to eat. I'm just gonna, like, bookmark a bunch of articles, opinion articles that I find totally stupid, not because of their opinion, but, like, the fact that, like, it's considered journalism. <laughs> hmm. And I will talk about it next week, or in the next episode, I'll probably record two back-to-back. Uh, yeah, so that's all that really happened this week, I can't remember anything else worth talking about anyway all right then bye later